0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code program. Welcome back to the Dirt Show. Uh, since we last met, um, billionaire uh, Elon Musk um, was criticized for exercising his own uh, free speech uh, rights. Obviously, he's the owner of Twitter, and he's tried to introduce some greater freedom of people to communicate on Twitter without regard to political correctness. It's a work in progress. But uh, in the last few days, uh, Elon Musk wrote himself a tweet in which he criticized, maligned, characterized, and insulted George Soros, George Soros, the billionaire uh, who uh, contributes all that money to elect uh, radical, uh, progressive, hard left district attorneys who politicize the criminal justice system and also supports Human Rights Watch. I changed this name to Human Wrongs Watch. It um, has been so bad at exposing real human rights violations, it just exposes. Uh, alleged human rights violations um, by Israel, Friends of America, um, people who uh, the organization and its heads don't don't like, um, and um, uh, so Elon Musk wrote uh, a tweet uh, saying that he was comparable to a Marvel supervillain named Magneto. Now, I don't, I haven't. Followed Marvel since I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was a Marvel fanatic, a different Marvel, but related to the same company. Um, I love Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Billy Batson, Shazam. Any of you who are my age will remember that. Captain Marvel was based on George, what's his name? McMurray or something like that, an actor. And, you know, he was a great character because he was vulnerable. He was Billy Batson until he said Shazam when he became Captain Marvel. But if Savannah or whoever the bad guys were, I get them confused between Superman and Captain Marvel. And half my friends were Superman fans. Half my friends Captain Marvel fans. I was a Captain Marvel fan. Uh, If you could manage to gag Billy Batson, he couldn't say Shazam. And then you could do terrible things to him. So I haven't really been following uh, the new uh, Marvel characters. I am involved in uh, consulting with uh, uh, the family of Stan Lee, the inventor of of Spider-Man. And so I've done a little bit of current research on on Spider-Man, but I I didn't know Magneto. So when I read that he was comparing him to Magneto, I wasn't sure what that meant. But apparently Magneto is uh, not only... Jewish, uh, like uh, George Soros is, um, but he was a survivor of the Holocaust. Now, I'm not sure George Soros qualifies as a survivor of the Holocaust, according to an interview he gave on on 60 Minutes. He was, in some degree, complicitous. Uh, He apparently went around and collected property from Jews uh, who were being sent to the gas chambers. He... And you know he described his own mother as as, as an anti-Semite. Um, uh, George Soros wouldn't really identify today as, as somebody who was Jewish, except as as I like to write in one of my books, he's Jewish on his parents' side, uh, but uh, but only one of his parents, because his mother uh, was apparently a proud anti-Semite. In any event, to get back to uh, what uh, Soros. Uh, was accused of, in addition to being Magneto, um, he was accused also of saying that uh, he's uh, having a terrible impact on on the world. As the result of that, um, uh, Elon Musk, who wrote the tweet, was accused of anti-Semitism. Why? Because Soros is kind of Jewish. I guess his parents are Jewish, so He's technically Jewish. He's Jewish by, by Hitler's definition. I would never regard him as, as Jewish. Um, and 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 they accuse him of, of of, com- being complicit with the anti-Semites, who now use Soros as as a kind of stand-in for the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds used to be hey, they control the world. The Jews control the world. The Protocols of the Elders of Zion focused on Rothschild, but the Rothschilds were real Jews. I mean, you know, the Rothschilds helped create Israel. Uh, they were uh, involved deeply with, um, with Theodor Herzl, the man who wrote The Jewish State and who is the probably uh, originator of the concept of political Zionism, at least in late 19th century political Zionism. But Rothschild helped support Jewish communities. Soros is the opposite of that. He hates Israel. Uh, he has no, nothing good to say about Jews. Um, but, you know, his name is Soros. I think it was originally Schwartz, but they changed the family name to, to Soros, at least he did. And now he's become the stand-in villain for many anti-Semites. And, you know, I condemn that, and everybody should condemn that. And I'm, I'm sure Elon Musk would condemn that as well. But, it's perfectly okay to criticize Jews. Uh, Soros is a Jew. That doesn't give him immunity from being criticized. Uh, I'm a Jew and I'm going to continue to criticize uh, Soros. There was a, a lead article in the Jerusalem post saying every Jew must come to the defense of Soros. This is the time for all Jews to stand behind Soros. Not this Jew, not this Jew. I'm, very much opposed to Soros. I think he's done a tremendous amount of evil uh, in the world, uh, both domestically and internationally. And I'm entitled to my opinion. He's entitled to his, but I'm not going to refrain from condemning him just because his parents were born Jewish. Um, Even if he was a Holocaust survivor, which I think he has a hard time uh, claiming that designation. But even if that were true, Nobody's immune from 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 criticism. Uh, he's deeply involved in politics. He's, if not the major, a major, major contributor to left wing causes. a major contributor to uh, progressive district attorneys who want to eliminate <clears throat> pretrial detention and want to uh, uh, have special consideration for people of color and sentencing uh, and a range of other progressive, hard left politizations of the criminal justice system. I am not a fan of George Soros. I'm certainly not a fan of his approach to Israel. He has given, listen to this figure, he's given one hundred million dollars, one hundred million dollars to an organization called Human Rights Watch, better called Human Wrongs uh, Watch. The problem is it supports human wrongs and it attacks uh, human rights. And Human Rights Watch was founded by a great man named Robert Bernstein, publisher of Random House. I published my first major book with him, The Best Events. He became a friend Um, and he founded Human Rights Watch. He founded it first as the Helsinki Watch. I participated in that. I went to Madrid and spoke on behalf of um, human rights. I represented um, Natan Sharansky. I represented um, Nelson Mandela. I represented a range of human rights uh, victims of human wrongs. And the organization was great under Bob Bernstein. And then Bob they made a mistake of appointing a guy named Kenneth Roth uh, to become head of uh, Human Rights Watch. And Kenneth Roth turned Human Rights Watch into a virulently uh, anti-Israel um, organization. I'll just read you from um, what somebody uh, uh, correctly uh, said about um, Human Rights Watch uh, under, under his... Um, uh, uh, jurisdiction, um, he, um, he said that um, Human Rights Watch has turned um, against Israel, uh, and Sharansky, the great human rights um, <clears throat> uh, supporter, um, uh, said the same thing. Um, he, here, here's what Sharansky said, um, here's an organization created by the goodwill of the free world to fight violations of human rights, which has become a tool in the hands of dictatorial regimes to fight against democracies. That's, that's uh, Anatoly uh, Sharansky. Uh, this is Robert Bernstein, uh, who, who, who said that he basically could no longer support Um, Human Rights Watch Um, uh, for the same for the same reasons Um, he said um, here's what he said as the founder of Human Rights Watch it's active chairman for 20 years and now founding chairman emeritus I must do something I never anticipated I must publicly join the group's critics Human Rights Watch had as its original mission to pry open closed societies advocate basic freedoms and support dissenters. But recently, it has been issuing reports on the Israel-Arab conflict that are helping those who wish to turn Israel into a pariah state. So that's all George Soros. Uh, This is a man, a lawyer, uh, who um, is the, I'm going to quote from him now, who is the head, the former head of the National Council of Young Israel, the synagogue I used to belong to as a kid. He wrote, Soros' uh, defenders tried to shut down criticism of the billionaire by claiming it is anti-Semitic because Soros himself is, is Jewish. But no one has financed more destructive attacks on Israel and the American Jewish community than Soros. And, 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 it's, it's, and he also called him a self-hating uh, Jew it's perfectly okay, it's perfectly okay to criticize Soros and I wanna make sure I'm on the side of those who are criticizing him. Elon Musk has never said anything in his life that could be interpreted as anti-Semitic or anti-Israel. And yet these organizations, the Anti-Defamation League, the American Jewish Committee, even some in the foreign ministry of Israel have accused uh, Elon Musk of partaking in, 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 in anti-Semitic tropes. No, no, he hasn't done that. What he's done is call out George Soros as I'm going to do right here. I think that George Soros himself, not because he's a Jew, but because who he is as an individual, a multi-billionaire who finances the wrong organizations. I say that he deserves to be called a supervillain. Uh, I don't know anything about Magneto. Um, and, uh, um, I don't have any problem with making an analogy to a Marvel, uh, a supervillain, but I know what a supervillain is when I see it. And I think George Soros is a supervillain and deserves to be uh, criticized. I also generally am a supporter of Elon Musk's approach to freedom of speech and the First Amendment. And until and unless I hear anybody find anything in Elon Musk's background that would suggest anti-Semitism or bigotry of any kind. I reject that characterization. Um, if anybody deserves to be called an anti-Semite, uh, it would be George Soros. Uh, and you can be a Jew and an anti-Semite. Uh, Jewish self-hatred has been a problem from the beginning of the beginning of time. Uh, when you single out only the nation state of the Jewish people of all the countries in the world, uh, I think you are open to charges. Uh, of a double standard and charges of anti-Semitism. And so I just want people to know that I'm on Elon Musk's side on this one. um, And I think people should feel absolutely free to criticize Elon Musk. I'm sorry to criticize, well, you can criticize Elon Musk, of course, but to criticize George Soros, to criticize the people who run Human Rights Watch uh, to criticize the people who run J Street, which is another organization that um, Soros has funded, an organization that has turned many um, congresspeople, senators, uh, government officials against Israel it claims to be an organization that's pro-Israel and pro-peace. But it's neither. Uh, it's uh, pro-terrorism in many ways and, uh, and anti-Israel. And I think it's uh, fair to criticize those who fund it and support it. And I do criticize uh, those who fund it and support it. And primary among them is uh, George is George Soros, who gave, uh, I think, 20 times more money to J Street than any previous contribution that it had ever received. Um, so let's be careful. Let's not throw around the term anti-Semitism easily. It loses its meaning when people throw it around too, too quickly, but let's not condemn people just because they're condemning somebody who is a, who's a Jew. This is not like the Rothschild, uh, situation, uh, Rothschild was not responsible for the evils of the world. The protocols, of the elders of Zion say they, that Rothschild was responsible for this war and that war. And, uh, you know, some of these folks now are, who are on the hard right in America, Um, including one who was supposed to speak, but it was canceled, at uh, the Trump Hotel. You know, they blame the Jews for for the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. They blame the Jews for the assassination of John Kennedy for the beginning of all the world wars. And, you know, they use people like Rothschild and Soros often to make their, their points. They ought to be condemned using somebody's religious or racial or ethnic background as a way of condemning a whole people, is bigotry and is wrong. But failing to criticize somebody just because they are of a particular religion or race is wrong, too. And so as a Jew, I want to be clear that I am on the side of Elon Musk, who's not Jewish, and against George Soros, who is uh, Jewish. And I hope people will join me in condemning Soros, not because he's a Jew, but because he's a supervillain and because he has caused so much problem, uh, so many problems in the world today. And um, I hope he will um, be justly criticized and, and justly rebuked for what he has wrought on the world, how he has destroyed the concept of human rights, turned it into completely politicized You know, we're going to go after the people we don't like and we're going to give a pass to people we like. How he has completely politicized criminal justice by appointing people who believe in the so-called progressive values. Uh, And remember who who the victims are. I've said this before. Who are the victims when we are really, really soft on on crime committed by minority uh, people? And the real victims are other minority people because most crime in in our country is uh, committed against people close to those who committed them. Uh, Usually they belong to the same ethnic group, same neighborhood, same backgrounds, uh, very little interracial crime in this country. There's some, of course, obviously, and those are the ones that get picked up. I mean, you know, obviously George Floyd and cases like that. Uh, and those deserve to be highlighted, uh, especially when policemen are the ones uh, who are being uh, brutal against African American people. But uh, the people who are most brutal against African American people in terms of inner city crime uh, have been people who, who share racial characteristics and 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 neighborhood characteristics. So don't think you're doing African American people a favor when you uh, lean over backwards uh, and free predatory criminals who happen to share their racial characteristics. So yeah, um, Elon Musk, I'm on your side on this one. George Soros, I'm going to continue to criticize you no, no matter what uh, the Anti-Defamation League, no matter what uh, others say about that. Uh, as a Jew, I feel free to criticize another Jew if what they've done is not good for the world, and what George Soros has done has been evil in many ways, and um, I think the phrase "super villain" fits him to a T. All right, we'll get some criticisms of that already. Some people online have been writing me about that. Um, anyone? Let's see. Uh, everyone talks about Soros supporting. Lefty DAs. Let's see, I've just lost it now. Uh, It moved, so I can't uh, read it, but we'll read it uh, tomorrow. Let me go through the written letters that I've got. Thank you so much for comments regarding classic liberalism and conservatism and how close they truly are to a centrist position. That's been my view forever. I'm 68, and so grew up in a country that largely held very different mindset from the younger generation. It seems to me there is a tendency to see everything in black and white without recognizing all the gradations of gray that span these two extremes. I often think of how sorrowful Dr. Martin Luther King would be if he could see us today as we steep ourselves into our narrow-mindedness and unwillingness to reach across the divisions to try to find solutions that will help most of us, if not anybody. Your voice is an important one. May you share sanity for many more years. I hope so. Sanity is a generally pretty good thing to share, so I accept that. Um, There is a reason why Scales of Justice is blindfolded. That's a letter. Yeah, and there's a new development that I haven't mentioned yet, because I just found out about it a couple of days ago. The National Bar Exam that every state, or almost every state, now adopts, and administers to graduates of law schools, in order to be admitted to the practice of law, they've fallen into this equity um, uh, trap. Um, And they wanna make the bar exam more acceptable to minority uh, students. And so they're gonna rewrite the bar exam to include more subjective factors and take out some of the objectivity. What I don't know, and what's interesting, is who the graders will be and what they will know about the candidates that they're grading. It's not easy to be subjective if you don't know the name or you don't know the race of the person you're grading. You can do that. If you have long answers, Um, obviously, a person could say, as an African-American lawyer, I intend to do, you can do that. Um, um, but, But I would hope that the bar exams will not include identifying people by by race, thereby allowing graders to take race into account in grading what ought to be an objective exam. There has to be some objective exam. There has to be something in life that allows you to evaluate. Um, And and I'm hoping that the bar exam doesn't move to a total subjectivity. There's going to be a new part of it that deals with relationships with clients. I mean, that is so open-ended. How do you grade that? I have good relationships with my clients, but that results in me winning their cases. Um, and, and how do you judge whether a person is going to have good relationships with clients on a bar exam? And they've taken off, as far as the newspaper account mentioned, they're taking off family law now and estates law. Why? Those are such important elements of how people practice law today. But if you want to create subjectivity and you want to have a quota for the number of people of color who pass. The bar, you're going to have to uh, do things about it, and one would hope that what you do is have better prep classes, better preparation for the bar, so that e- everybody can ease equally have access to to passing the bar. But if you change the bar and allow subjective factors to enter into grading, that's not going to necessarily produce the best lawyers. Um, Mr. Dershowitz, some time ago. I saw an interesting movie called God on Trial. Uh, It's the tragic true story of a group of prisoners at Auschwitz who in their utter despair hold a mock trial in which they charge, prosecute, convict, and condemn God for allowing the Holocaust to happen. If you had been with these doomed prisoners, would you have joined the prosecution or the defense? Actually, that derives from part of Elie Wiesel's great book, Night, where he saw... And other prisoners saw them hang a 12-year-old boy or something like that. And they they convened a trial. And at the end of the trial, they convicted God. And it ends up by saying the vast majority of the jurors convicted God. And then they prayed. Well, who they prayed to, they prayed to the God who they convicted. Uh, I would have been the defense attorney, of course, because that's who I am. I'm a defense attorney. And I would have defended God. I would have defended Jesus in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of the Roman uh, authorities. I would have uh, uh, defended uh, Galileo. You know, I I don't know how to prosecute. I could. I could be a tough prosecutor, but I would defend. I would defend God. When I used to do these trials of biblical characters in front of Temple Emanuel before they canceled me, Temple Emanuel, the largest Reform synagogue in New York, uh, used to invite me to. Defend biblical characters, Abraham, David, Joshua, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We get 1,600 people fill the synagogue and um, they canceled me. And instead, they hired Peter Beinhardt for $25,000, as I understand it, uh, to make the case against Israel's existence. That's Temple Emmanuel. I spoke to the rabbi about it. The rabbi said, I disagree, but the board of directors, board of directors, are headed by a guy who used to head an advertising agency that advertised big pharma and cigarettes and other items that kill, Uh, but he's the man who will decide the morality of Temple Emanuel and decide that I can't speak there anymore, but that Peter Beinhart uh, can speak there. But, you know, that's, that's uh, that's between the congregation and its rabbi. They used to say a rabbi who listens to the board of directors is not a rabbi. He's just a functionary, and that's what the rabbi of Temple Emanuel is. He's just a functionary. He takes his orders from the the board of uh, of directors but the last of the trials was supposed to be the trial of god and, and i had agreed to defend god against charges that he had abandoned his people uh, etc interesting interesting not not a real case but uh uh interesting um here's a good letter everyone should have second chances rich poor moderate white black all diversity Prison sentences should be about rehabilitating and second chances. Uh, Since Me Too movement accusations without proof have uh, seen wealthier people convicted with weak proof uh, thrown into jail with uh, heavy sentences, uh, which is also an unjust uh, disgrace. Look, I agree with you. I think to the extent that rehabilitation can be implemented without endangering the safety of the community, it should be done. There are people who are just predators. Um, uh, I think it was Hillary Clinton who called them super predators. She's right. She's right. There are super predators out there. There are people, a very small percentage of the prison population is responsible for a very high percentage of the predatory crimes. So there's something to Hillary Clinton uh, said. Um, Rehabilitation when possible, safety of the community, is a priority and and comes first. And uh, that's what the criminal justice system has to try to to balance. Um, Is there a difference between a liberal and a leftist? Was President Kennedy not a liberal and Obama not a leftist? I think there's a point there. Uh, A liberal is one who supports tolerance, supports free speech, uh, supports um, due process. Um, You can be a liberal, the classical liberal, and still believe in in some economic and foreign policy issues that veer to the right rather than the left or the left rather than the right. Uh, A a leftist is is quite different. Uh, There are many leftists who are not civil libertarians, who are not liberals. Uh, Those are the ones who I strongly, strongly oppose. Kennedy was a pragmatist, had liberal elements, but not not, I wouldn't call him a classic liberal. Hubert Humphrey was a classic liberal. I think probably Bill Clinton was a classic liberal. And I think that Obama is a leftist. Okay. Cross-examination is critical for truth. Absolutely. Where there is none, there is no truth. The 16th committee, the, the January 6th committee had none. That's absolutely right. They had no cross-examination. Nobody on the other side. Nobody to ask hard questions. They didn't want it because they clearly... It was clearly not their objective. What happened to the Democratic Party in this country, it's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy. Well, I think what happened to some within the Republican Party is a tragedy. We've seen both parties move a bit more to the extremes. The Democrats a little bit more so. The extremists, the extreme radicals, the squad has been more accepted by the Democratic Party than the extremists on the right have been by the Republican Party, but there's been a little too much acceptance on both sides. Um, You shouldn't speak loosely about crime rates among immigrants. While these rates may have been higher in New York City's past, the pattern no longer holds. Modern immigrants commit relatively fewer crimes uh, for about three generations when you do the multivariate analysis. I'm not disputing that. The point I made is when you come to a country, just men, Uh, in order to try to help bring the others over. An all-male society tends to be more criminogenic than a society with families. That was the only point I was um, making. Mr. Dershowitz, would race-based criminal justice survive the Equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment? I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like it wouldn't. Thank goodness we have the Bill of Rights. It's hard to believe that Alexander Hamilton didn't see the need for it. By the end, he did. Uh, He didn't in the beginning. Uh, He thought that the Constitution itself contained constraints because it only granted certain powers to government. But he came to agree that prudence required a Bill of Rights. So I agree with you. Thank God for the Bill of Rights. Thank God for the Bill of Rights that separates church from state. Thank God. See you tomorrow.